0: Welcome to Eden Speaks. Our prayer for this podcast is that this can be a place of openness, grace, honesty, and connection with our sisters in Christ, and any brothers out there who are tuning in. While this podcast is in connection to our women's ministry at Living Word in Oak Harbor, Washington, we welcome everyone that is looking for real, Christ-centered conversations. Some of these conversations may be hard and emotional, stirring up parts of us we would prefer to keep hidden and protected. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Let us be that light to one another. Let's take a step outside of our comfort zone. Let's trust Jesus to show us how to give grace and hope to others, and also put us in a posture to receive it as we engage in a journey of growth. Let's speak the truth of God's Word. Let's always speak love. Hello everyone and welcome to Eden Speaks, a place of hope, encouragement, and grace. I'm Amy. And I'm Shannon. And today we are doing our second
1: story telling as part of our series, right? We're being intentional with storytelling and we have Chona with us. Hello, yes, thanks for being here, Jonah. I'm glad to be here, and I am very much happy to share my story. We're so excited to hear it. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, we're doing this because being intentional with story is powerful, Um, and without story, we wouldn't know or be able to see really intentionally how God is moving in our lives and in one another's lives. Um, it's affirming, it's confirming it's, it's really just a powerful experience. So we want to be really intentional with that, which is why we're running this series. Um, yeah, so we're excited. Amy, anything to add to?
0: I'm just dope. Just excited to hear these different stories and, um, just to, to hear the work that God's doing and, and how that is so unique to each of us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Us. So powerful. hmm All right, Chona, well, with that, you have the floor. Okay. Thank thank you so much. Hello,
2: everyone. Hello to all listeners out there. Um, Let me introduce myself first and uh, my background and where I came from. I was born and raised in the Philippines, and um, I actually, I would say, in a very... I, I don't know if how you guys, if, if you have an idea about Philippines, um, I was raised in a community where I call it a challenge area. And some people call it in our country, we call it a squatters area. Mm-hmm. So if you're having that in your mind, what a squatters area, or I would say personally a challenge area is you can see poverty. So poverty in 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 the Philippines during the 1980s is very uh, unexplainable mm-hmm. at that time. So I was I was raised in um, in a single mother at the age of no actually I don't know if I consider it as a single mother because. I, I was born, I don't see my father, not even once, but at the the age of five, my mom um, remarried. So basically my, my, at the age of, from from being a little child going up to five years old, mm-hmm. so I don't have a father figure in me. So however, I grew up in, in a Catholic, you know, community, my great grandparents, my, my parents, parent, I mean, my mom, my mama, my aunties, all of them are Catholic. So basically, I have that kind of religious background, where every six o'clock in, our, in my life, we pray. So like, we have this novena, I don't know if you're familiar with that, rosary, every six o'clock at night. So that kind of, of life, And when I was at the age of six, I was forced with my stepdad to join in in the community of Christians. And at that time in, in, in our place, there's a lot of missionaries coming there from all over the world. So, and the only reason why he wants me to join that Bible study or, or that group is to get a sponsor for schooling. So I was not schooling at that time, but I need to be there to join that community of Christians to get a sponsor. And when I started there at that early age, at six, I found Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's totally different from where I was brought up. Sure. So we have this kind of prayer But it's totally different. But when I found Jesus, when I went
1: to that church, it turns me different. Wow. So even at six, it's like you could decipher between this religious experience with your Catholicism versus this interaction relationally with Jesus. Even at six.
2: Yes. Because it's totally
1: different. I was taught how to talk
2: converse with Jesus Mm -hmm. and to express yourself in a definite way And at that time in my life, my mom got married when I was five. So from that on forward, I've experienced hardship in my life already. So when, when, when I say hardship, like emotional torture, physical, you know, I got bitten for the first time in my life being a child. I was treated differently. So
1: by this man, by this mom was married to.
2: Yes. And um at that point in time, the only you know, I have nobody, I have no father to talk to. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell my mom, she's so busy working, she's the working mom at that time. And at that time, it's only God that I know I have a connection, that I know I am secure, and I know that he is listening to. So it started that time. So anyways, moving forward. So I, I love going to that church every Sunday. And I'm looking forward every Sunday, going to that church. And that's the only time that I can feel comfortable mm-hmm. every day growing up as a child. And so moving forward, when I was at the age, when I was the age of 12, my mom got my little sister. And for the very first time in my life that I have a constant relationship with the Lord, I, I talk to him every day, every, I don't know, I, I can't even tell what time of the day, but I have that kind of relationship with him mm-hmm. because he's the only one that I can talk to, that I can trust to. And um, I, I also wanted to share with you that I have that deep, deeper pain in me that from that young age of mine up to the 12 years old and up you know I was molested so um and it's only God knows everything about it. it's only him that I can you know share my agony every night every day so um and at The age of 12, my mom got my little sister. And at that moment, we don't have money. We don't, like I said, I grew up in a challenge area. We don't have anything. And my mom, we went to the hospital and the hospital turned us down because we don't have money because it's different. In the Philippines, when you go to the the hospital, you need to have a down payment, a money, to even front. have a baby? Yes. So you have to pay up front to be taken care. And at that time, we don't have, the only money that I remember my mom has is 20 pieces. And that 20 pieces is good only for the transportation. Back mm-hmm. and forth. Oh, so it's a public hospital anyway, but they won't take care of you, not unless if you have a money for the medicine and all the necessity that is needed on that. Time. So they turned us down, and um, without knowing that my, my mama is a bridge presentation at that time, so she needed care instantly. And it needs to be CS because there's no way,
1: and no one will take care of her. So my she mama. needed to have a C section yes. because the baby was breached, and yes. they're like, Nope, go away. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And at that moment,
2: I prayed to God, Lord. There is nothing impossible. in. At, at a very young age, I have that full connection with the Lord and I fully trusted him that he can move mountains. You know what I mean? And that he is the only refuge that you got. Nobody can help you at that time. We don't have money. We don't have anything. So I prayed to him, Lord, take care of my mama because I don't have nobody If he will, if she will die, you know. Yeah. So I said, I give her to you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I know my mama needs you this time, but more than anybody else, I need need her. I need need you to help her for me. Mm -hmm. So we're about to leave the hospital because there's no way that they were going to take care of us. I was outside of the hospital. And then when we were at the gate, one of the doctors called my mama to get in and that's the time she got taken care and the doctor told my mama that there's no way that I can do the C-section for you. So you have to work your way up. I mean, you have to give this baby a normal, you know, delivery or else I can't help you. So like I said, God makes miracles. That you cannot explain. So I asked the Lord, Lord, I need you. Like I said, I need you, Lord. Make miracles right now. I need my mama to be alive. Because the doctor told me, Mama, if you can't do it, you will die. That's the only way. So then, in no time, my little sister, you know, born normal in a bridge presentation with only one feet out. So it's a miracle. Oh my gosh. So moving forward, that's the first encounter that God really gives me an answer to my prayer instantly. My mama is alive, the baby is well, everything is good. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I was like in the early age, Experiencing hardship in life. but never give up. I have that constant relationship with the Lord because I know he is the only one that can help me every time. So when I was like, I got, like I said, I was molested. No one knows it except the Lord. Every night I have that prayer before I go to bed. That he will take care of me. That he will guide me, guard me. And yes, he did. He take care of me all the way. So when I was at the age of sixteen, I, I see my neighbors, their life turns different. I mean. They, there is a progress in their lives, and I want that. I see that. And the reason why they have progress or they've changed their lives into, like, a different life, they have good house and everything, is because um, at that time, there is a group of recruiters coming to our place to recruit entertainers going to Japan for um, being a dancer
1: or being a singer, something like that. And so I'm, all of a sudden, these neighbors now have like more money, and you're like, "What's going on? Why yeah. do these people have all of a sudden?" Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Because, yeah. okay. like I said, we are in a
2: challenge area, sure. so I know our neighbors. We are in the same situation, and all of a sudden. They've changed their lives into, (laughs) you know. And and I want to give my mama, because I see a very hard time every day. I want to give my mama a a comfortable life Mm -hmm. and my sister. Because my stepfather don't have work. It's only my mom. And until my mom has my little sister, so she stopped working. So it's really, really tough. As I, you know, I'm getting older, life is getting tougher. So no matter how hard I pray to God to give us like a comfortable life, it never happened. Like we survive every day. We eat three times a day, but it's totally different, you know. So I I really pray to, to God to give me a comfortable life. To give. I, I, you know, I I really hope that God will help me one day to give me somebody to take me out from that kind of hardship in my life. Mm-hmm. So, and I see that picture from my neighbors that oh, I think this is the best way. So I I really ask God to Lord, please, I want to be one of them to go to Japan and be an entertainer. And when they come home, they have these lots of, it. they turn their life different. And I want that, Lord. And um, it never happened. And your mom said no. No, and the only reason my mom said no, yes, she said no at that time. And the only reason my mom said no, because when, before I, grad, I graduated high school, because it's different in Philippines. Mm-hmm. I graduated high school at the age of sixteen. Mm-hmm. So, before I graduated high school, I applied scholarship in a lot of different um, universities. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I received three universities that they they actually give me full scholarship. So and that's you were smart. one reason. I just
1: remember you telling me that in yeah. high school
2: you were smart. <laughs> no, you know I, I, because of <laughs> hardship maybe. I tried to be smart, you know, you really I have to know that's line fair. the ladder. I feel
1: like you were smart.
2: <laughs> I, I don't want to be sure. in the same, you know, situation yeah. sure. in my life. So I need so to work hard. I need to like, work okay. hard yeah. to get there. Yeah. So, um, and that's one reason that my mama said, no, I don't want you to go to Japan you have a bright future here. So you have to choose this three schools. You have to go to college Mm -hmm. because that school gave me like full scholarship. Mm -hmm. And so, and I really, my mom knows me that I really want to go to school. So this regardless, no matter what I have to. So I enroll to one of the nearest school that gives me a scholarship. So in that way, if I don't have money for transportation, I can walk to the school. So moving forward, so I was free in my tuition for the whole year. But, oh boy, life is getting tougher every day. Even food, I can't afford. So I have to decide something else. I have to plan for myself again. And I said, Lord, I can't survive like this. Eating like skip eating lunch just to, you know, I need work, Lord. I need to work to provide for myself, to provide for my mama, to help my mama. But the Lord at that time, he never say no to that prayer. So, instantly, he gives me work. And this is one one kind of miracle that, you know, it's, for me, at that time, it's very impossible, because I have no experience. I was young at that time. And when I went to that place that, you know, hiring for work, it was a production worker. And there are, they only need 80 workers, production workers. And the applicants are more than 400, almost 500 applicants. And I was there like early, early morning just to get a number. And when I went there, I can't even see the gate anymore because of a lot of people. Wow. That guy, there was this one lady who She has a number. She collapsed and I helped her and she gave her number to me. Wow. (laughs) Because she don't want to, you know, because maybe because it was so early, she didn't eat anything. Or yeah, yeah, so she don't want to pursue the application. So she gave her number to me. And at that time, there was no more number. It was so impossible for me to get in. And she collapsed in front of me, and I need to help her. And see. It was a miracle that God, you know, okay Chuna, you need this Mm -hmm. instantly. And that was impossible. Yeah. But at that time I never really
1: think of it that really it was. But looking back, yes. Whoa. Yeah. I I wanna go back just for a second because um, You're doing great by the way. Um, I know it's so hard to like, you know, kind of do the timeline (laughs) and tell all the things. I don't want to miss the fact though, that when you graduated from high school Mm -hmm. and you were pushing to go do this thing in Japan that you had seen your neighbors doing, and you were thinking, this is it, this is going to be the answer. This is going to be a way to provide for my family. And your mom was like, no, no, no. But you were praying, 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 and you thought it was a thing to do. And you ended up going to college instead, which definitely the Lord, you know, provided space for you to do. Yes. But you really, you really avoided something there. Can you go back and talk about that? Because I think that pursuit in line with what the Lord did give you for a job yes. is pretty incredible how he did answer your prayer and what he saved you from. Yes,
2: because um, this Japan, um, you know, Japan thing, a lot of entertainer entertainers going there. Yeah. And it turns out it, it makes their lives miserable. You know, um it's not a guarantee that they have a good life actually, because when they come home, people look at them like a very degraded people, mm-hmm. like oh, it's like they call them Japayukis. So Japayukis is like a very low grade. I mean, I, I'm sorry for the words, but that's what I see in in, in our community at that time. Mm-hmm it seems like you are equal to a prostitute, something like that. So when you went there, you went there to, you know, to sell your body and to,
1: it was almost as if they were trafficking in a way, I mean, to, to use terms that we talk about today would be trafficking people from your village, uh-huh. people from your village to come and be sort of quote-unquote entertainers to, to be in this industry yes but really like you're saying it was akin to be to prostitution and getting paid for yes. like degrading yourself yes Something right. like and that. so then and when these people came back to your to to be home right to your village yeah it's like they were then looked down upon because they did this thing and so it was like not good for yes. themselves personally and yes. ended up not being good for their future yes and you were thinking like this is it this is going to be the answer uh-huh. and i love how your mom was like no you're not yeah <laughs> and, and then how the Lord provided space yes. he had such a plan a different plan for you and gave you this job yes with this woman yes. who collapsed and in front of you what? Is I... yeah and um
2: no actually it turns out a year after okay right before I got the job, okay. because I was she in went to school for a year. So the only reason my mama said no to that kind of, of going abroad mm-hmm. is because of the scholarship yeah. that God provide me, which is I prayed beforehand to give me a scholarship because okay. I want to go to college. But that is the perfect timing at that point mm-hmm. that I really need a job and to get out from poverty at that time because it's a disparate situation for me for us for the family and um yeah but there are also people that I've known went to Japan that they get a good life too like the aunties that I have like I said the one that recruited me her daughter married a businessman and their business in Japan is a club so that's the auntie that really pursued my mom mm. and asked her to, hey, come on, your daughter is, you know, she has a talent, she is a good dancer, she can, you know, why don't you just give her a chance for this so that she can help you? And my mama said, no, she needs to go to college. She needs, she has three scholarship in line, so she needs to, you know, use that. And that's the the reason why my mama said no. Mm-hmm. And during college time, I had a very hard time, so that's why I need to look forward to get a job mm-hmm. to provide my family too. So, but then, in the span of a year, I got that job right, right. And, and in an instant. Poor woman who collapsed. Yes, and like, I got your me.
1: number. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, and she. Yeah. She actually, I did not just, she She just turned it to me like, okay, this is for you. I don't want to continue the application because it's a long process. So I stayed there, waited. I take the exam. Luckily I got in for the preliminary interview and I was so happy. And during the preliminary interview, I thought that that was it. The HR, the Filipino HR hired me. Okay, but you need to have a final, panel interview. And I said, oh my God, I thought that that mm, was that's it. Stress. So from 200 prelim- preliminary interview, I have no idea that it ended up 80 people to get through. So anyways, after two days after it was my final interview, And to my surprise, three big bosses in that company because it's a new company, it was established in the Philippines for two years at that time, and they need people. All of the three big bosses are Japanese, and I was like, whoa, (laughs) Japanese. So I said, at least if I wasn't able to go to Japan, (laughs) I meet the three handsome Japanese people, you know? (laughs) So I was like, oh God, okay, maybe this is it. I I work in a Japanese firm and it was um, an electronic company. So I worked there, I started working. Five months after um, working that company, there was a huge tragedy in our community. It got burned, 1995. So the, there were, there were 1,000 families lost their houses. What kind of fire? Like, was it like a... Like, um, it was somebody cooked because, you know, in the Philippines, it's a light materials. In that community, like I said, it was a squatters sure. area. And all huh. the houses are like And all the materials at that, at that time are light materials. So somebody is cooking and she left. And it got burned, oh, And goodness. the whole community Yes. Wow. And God. very fast. So five months from working. We've lost everything. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a house. So I said, oh, Lord, what is this? Mm-hmm. I said, we don't have anything. Even my shoes. Mm-hmm. I got different shoes. The other shoes is different. And the other shoes okay. that I wear. It's different. So you have one of one of, one two of each um, pair, because oh, it's really oh my god. So, anyways, that happened. So, when I, after that tragedy, I see our community, our neighbors that have a very nice houses, those Japayuki's, everything washed out so we ended up the same yeah in that time mm-hmm. so i was praying but the good thing about me i have a secure job i have a daily pay i mean you know paycheck mm-hmm. from a very reputable company mm-hmm. so i was proud of myself mm-hmm. and i said lord okay this happens I lost our we lost our house, but I still have a job. We can still eat three times a day. That's still good. So I still appreciate the Lord despite of the thing. So but that's not what I want for for my family. I still see hardship. I still see agony. I still see poverty. Nothing changed. So it started me having another plan. So I said, Lord, I need to do something for myself. I see a lot of co-workers sending application going abroad. I mean not going abroad, but application for dating site. At this time, it's an dating ops, right? Like whatever, because we're in a high tech
1: right. era. But this was like mail order. But before, during my time. I jumped. I jumped. Yeah. Sorry. This is one of my favorite parts of the history. (laughs)
2: Before, it was a mail order that I have to send my picture. I have to do an application and send it here. And I have to wait for like a month to see if my application or somebody took that. Um, I don't know how they they actually do that here, but it's um nowadays it's a website. But during that time, maybe a magazine or I don't know because that was there's no computer. Maybe there is a computer during that time here in America, mm-hmm. but in the Philippines we don't have that. We don't have that kind of um, leverage. So anyway, after a month, I received a bunch of foreigners writing me. Because that was um, an application for looking for a husband or a relationship somewhere abroad. I, have, I received a tons of letters coming from different countries. From the US, from Canada, from Australia, from Europe. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe this is my way to find a husband. Because I was really planning my life like I was praying to God that Lord, please, I want to get out from pro- poverty. And I I was thinking that maybe this is the way out to get a husband out from my country. Mm-hmm. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't want that. I want if I'm going to get married, I mean, I want it like I want to choose a husband for me. And I want to choose not from my country but from the other country and one of the reasons why is to get away to get away from my abusive stepdad mm-hmm. was and he's still abusing you at this time
1: at in that time teens so you would be late teens now right y-
2: yes i was i was in my late teens, but mm-hmm. i was still verbally abused mm-hmm. and the molestation still there so yes But the good thing, God is really, really good. And I feel that at that time, he is with me all my life. Mm -hmm. Because I never got raped. Mm -hmm. Many times, almost. But never happened. Mm -hmm. See how amazing God is? But anyways, before I, I, well, let me continue. Mm -hmm. Sorry. So I.
1: My question. It's a (laughs) thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, So I planned my life. Mm-hmm. this is what i want please i don't need a rich husband i just need to get away
1: mm-hmm.
2: away away but i don't want to be away from my mama to forget her i want to give her a good money mm-hmm. because i see the hardship that she has and how she take care of me too and so um like I said, I receive a lot of calls, a lot of, you know, and there was this one man, he was 62 years old at that time. Yes. Whoa. Wow. He, you're 19? Yes. At oh, yeah. that time. Yeah. I, I was 19 turning 20 at that time. So there was this one man and I see Maybe at that time I was so vulnerable that I need somebody to protect me. I need somebody that I can really hang into, that I see that respect me. That's the man that I see in my, in my eyes. He was so polite. He was so gentleman in, in because we write. We, we wrote um, it, it was a pen pal, we call it. So Constantly he wrote me a letter and it was so pleasing and it was so gentle, you know? And I said, maybe Lord, this is the man for me. So when he asked me during that, um, you know, span of time that we wrote each other, he asked me if I can come to your country and to marry me. And I was so excited and I said, yes, Lord this is it. I say, Finally, I got a man. Okay. I want to marry this man. And yeah, but I have a bunch of pinfalls at that time, but I was eyeing on that man mm-hmm. because I feel so secure in pressure because he was a two-star major general of United States Air Force. Wow. And retired, by the way. Sure. And I yeah. said. I'm secure, you know? Yeah. For myself, I'm secure. This is it. And not just me, my family too. Mm -hmm. And so here comes the time that he arrives in the Philippines. But however, at that time, I started, I was chosen by the company to study Japanese. Because the company you're working for. Right. Okay. To study Japanese because the company will send employees to the headquarters in Japan if you know we have a good performance, good attendance, and if I pass the Japanese listen. So yeah, I was one of the chosen because of my performance and because of my attendance. So they send me to a Japanese study or listen mm-hmm. to learn Japanese, and if I pass, then that's the time they will send me to Japan. But prior to that, that's not my focus anymore, going to Japan because I have another plan. So I forgot about it. So like, I want like, this. Now, like, no, I'm getting married to this guy. Yes, <laughs> I want this. Lord. I forgot about Japan anymore because you never answer my prayer, you know? I mean, like, <laughs> th- maybe this is not for me. I gave up on that one. So are we funny when we're like, oh, this is the plan, right? Yeah, oh yeah so I plan yeah. for myself. Mm -hmm. but however even if i plan for myself i need to consult it with the lord Mm -hmm. so i have a constant relationship with him even at that time i feel like he was not there he was -hmm. i was he was idle like Mm -hmm. he was not present at that time because seems like lord i've been you you saw my agony you saw Mm -hmm. the, the the pain you i want to get away you saw me Lord from the very beginning you were there but seems like you ignore me seems like no but when that happened that that man sent me a letter and give interest in me and wants to marry me I said okay Lord this is it I want to marry this man okay and then when time came that this man arrived At night, I prayed, Lord, please give me um, like guidance, you know, to really decide if this is the right man for me. So we went to the hotel. The man provided us money. Uh, Okay, you ride taxi and blah, blah, blah. So I went there. We went, the whole family actually, not just me, went there. And the moment I saw the man, I said, oh no, this is not the man that I want to <laughs> yeah. marry. He is like my grandpa, right? <laughs> Like,
1: oh Lord. Yeah, you're like, wait a minute, He uh, changed my mind. I, you again? know, in
2: that instant, sure. in that, instant yeah. that feeling changed because before I saw that man, mm-hmm. I know I saw his picture because he sent me pictures. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. When I saw him in person, I have the feeling of being like, I feel sorry for him. Mm-hmm. And I feel sorry for myself too. It's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> oh my God, if I'm going to marry this man,
1: <sighs> like, I'm sorry. I mean, so anyways. It makes sense though, Chona, because I'm thinking like, just almost, if mean, you were in a desperate place. You wanted yeah. out of pocket needed out of the grips of this freaking stepdad of yours i mean you it makes sense you needed to get out you wanted to leave and you wanted to provide for your family and yes. which had been your goal all along and so it was like that made sense to be like this will be the answer yeah. and also so great i'm so glad that the lord was like ta-da open your eyes like yeah. actually <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and you know what the good thing i i went to work friday i remember that when mm-hmm. That was Friday, and Friday night, we need to meet that guy okay. because he, he gives me that, uh, okay, I'm in this hotel. I need to meet you on uh, this hour, dinner time, Friday. And so I work in the morning, and the office called me. And then the office told me, oh, Chona, we were going to send you to Japan for three months. Yeah. Which is also what you had been waiting for yes. to move for upon. three months, yes. if that is okay with your parents. Because, you know, like I said, if you were being sent to Japan, it's a totally different scenario. You have a very bad impression at that time mm-hmm. in my country.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So you were an entertainer, mm-hmm. you were this and that. That's how they actually picture it out okay so corporation that you're working with no at that time not yet okay so that that, at that time my my HR talked to me Mm -hmm. that if my parents allows me Mm -hmm. to go to Japan as a trainee Mm -hmm. they will provide everything for me great so I was like wow this is amazing maybe that's why you realized that the guy wasn't for you (laughs) no at that time I did not realize that one though
1: because I have a different you know, sure thinking because this is it. Sure. So even when they invited you to go to Japan in your mind, you're like, no, I'm meeting this guy tonight and I this is my answer.
2: Yeah. Because wow. at that time, Japan is for me like only three months.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's not an escape. Got from, it. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. It's it's just like a temporary escape. Mm-hmm. And after three months, I have to go back to my place. Mm-hmm. So that's not what is the option for me. Sure. So I need to like, okay. But I have this, you know, kind of option for my life, right? Earlier that day, I was given an option to choose. But in my mind, no, that's not an option yet. So, but at night okay i was prepared i look beautiful sure. i need to prepare myself i you wish i my husband picture.
1: i want you to bring a picture someday I, I want to see this like what did you look like do you have a picture no more oh it's, man, i, I to... yeah it's, okay. i wish i, I keep those yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i right. but anyways so i
2: went there oh my god i saw him from far oh i said oh no Lord, no. this one is older than my mom he is my grandpa already so I said Lord please give me a right word because I don't want to offend this man he travels he flew like how many miles away Mm -hmm. just to be there for me and it turns out like what are you really (laughs) and so I said Lord give me the right words to say for this man to accept whatever that came out from my mom like that i can't offend him or whatever so we sit it in the table and the man oh he embraced me oh, I said, the feeling is really different when he embraced me and i oh. said
1: oh
2: he's my grandpa." i was 19. yeah and i said and he said oh um welcome and he was so accommodating very nice mm-hmm. man and at that time, he told me, oh, I want to marry you. And I want to ask your parents' permission. And I said, no, I'm sorry. I stopped him right there and then. Good. I said, wow, so brief. No. I think if you can see your age, I know we've talked about this before, about your our age gap, but I never thought this will happen today. I realize that I'm not the right person for you. Mm-hmm. I'm too young for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if God works, there is no question, you know? When when he poured out miracles in your life, mm-hmm. it will take in place. And you can never say, he will never give you a hard time. And at that time, that man told me, are you really sure? And I said, yeah. <laughs> and he said, you're making the right decision. Oh. Yeah. He told me, He's, I'm making the right decision. And I hope, he's hoping for me to be happy. After. Sure. That's and good. maybe I was thinking too, that he might meet someone else that's older than me, that that's why he never feel like, you know, but anyways, mo- moving forward after that, you know, incidents. I never talked to him. I never had any connection with him. And that's it. So we went home. We ate dinner Mm -hmm. and went home. And yeah, okay. Okay, Lord. That's not mine. Okay, I need to move forward and think about Japan. Okay, Lord, maybe this is for me. And at that time, I realized that, okay. so for the longer period of time that I waited to to go to Japan, this is the perfect time for me. Mm -hmm. So I was sent to Japan for technical training. And the good thing about that um, experience was I was trained to train people. When I come home hmm. for the new product, so it's an electronic company, mm-hmm. and I was sent there. It's not just me; there are three. Uh, there are thirty um, people was sent there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was the lead of the team, mm-hmm. and when we come home, and the good thing is the payment, the money, you sure. know. So we don't have a house because it got burnt, right? And for the longer time. We are in a small, like, it was, I don't know. And that money that I received from Japan is good enough to rebuild my house from the fire. And just for three months. Wow. Three Mm -hmm. months training in Japan. So I come home. People look at me differently from the rest of my neighbors that went to Japan. So they don't call me Japayuki. Instead, they have a very high respect Mm -hmm. in me. So I keep working, working, but still receiving a lot of different mails from different countries. So I got Hmm. almost...
1: Still with the mail? Yes. Okay. But with
2: different people. And at that time, I was turning 21 now at this time, twenty turning 21. I was walking in the street, going home. No boyfriends, no nothing. no. I have a bunch of pinfalls, Mm -hmm. but no commitment, nothing. I was walking down the street, and I don't know, I keep praying to God that, Lord, where do you want to lead me? You know, I want to get out. You know me, Lord, I really need to be away. So but no, it seems to me I was a little bit frustrated already at that time because, Japan. yeah, he sent me to Japan. But that, that was it. I'm still back to my normal life. Mm-hmm. So what happened was one day I was walking down the street, going home, and I met this schoolmate of mine. <laughs> he was my schoolmate when I was in third year high school. i mean, classmate when We were in third, third year high school, and he is about to graduate in college at that time. He is, uh, um, he was in his OJT for because he was an engineering at that time, so he was an OGT. And when I was walking, he was got out, he just got out from his OGT or on job training, and he saw me and he was, Oh, Jonah, is that you? And I said, Oh, yeah, and for. Longer time period of time, that was the first meeting again since high school. Since high school, yeah.
1: And he lived right there by you. No, oh, okay, he'll like, like far. I huh. we need to
2: ride a jeepney, got it, yeah. So, anyways, oh, to my surprise, oh like, hey, how are you? And I thought he was like not single at that time because he was turned 21 like that. So, um, no. So that's our first acquaintance after a longer time. And moving forward, fast forward. So we dated a couple of times and, but he was not my, like I said, I want to get out from the country. I need to be like, even not in in America, but I wanted to be somewhere else. And I keep praying, Lord, please. Give me a man that will respect me, protect me, provide for me. Mm-hmm. That can take me away from this life, from this home. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like there's no way that I can find that man. But there was this another American guy, he was not my pinball that wanted to marry me again. And maybe it was just a trial for me because at that time, I actually fell in love with this Filipino guy, mm-hmm. which is my high school um, schoolmate. Mm-hmm. But I never told him about it, mm-hmm. about my feelings <laughs> because I have a different route to go because I have a different plans in my life. I want I don't want to marry a Filipino guy and stay in the Philippines forever. No, there's no way. Like I want to get out. I want to be away to forget everything, you know? So anyways, but that American guy, I don't want to dig in about the details of that person. It never get through or, you know, we ended up, no. So, like I said, God has a plan for me. Mm -hmm. So I ended up with this guy, a Filipino guy. So um, we lived in together. He actually asked me if I want to live with him. And I can't, you know, I can't leave my mama. My mama needs me. I'm the only one who has money. To provide for them and I ask him I don't want to live with you if you want, if you love me you can come to my house live with me and without any you know he asked my mama actually if, I, if he can live with me but he cannot marry me at that time because without my knowledge he has a petition in the U.S. to come over here. What? See? I mean.
1: What? What? Oh, my gosh. Wow. I said, what? <laughs> okay. You, you know, God. Works. And you didn't know that yet. Like I have had no, not. No. I had no idea. But you had already fallen in love with him, but you tried to be like, no, I'm not going to be because he, I'm not marrying a Filipino. I'm kidding. Yes. Out here. <laughs> I, I tried to be
2: like you know yeah there's no way yeah i blocked all filipino soldiers that i have there's no way that i'm gonna as much as possible i don't want to get in love or fall in love yeah. to a filipino person yeah no because yeah. if that is the case i'm gonna be tied or whatever i don't know so but it happened and at that time he is willing to live with me if i'm willing to accept him
1: so not marrying him mm-hmm. at that time. Because mm-hmm. he's waiting for this kind of visa to come yes. through. Yeah. Yes. And he can't get married in the midst of that because that would change a bunch of things. Yeah. Yes. Totally. And,
2: and that makes I prayed to God. I said, Lord, what is this? I mean, is this really it, Lord? And you know, in the Philippines, we have this kind of culture that you need to get married first. Sure. Before before you live in mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Or else. You're going to be like, you know, gossiping. and You hear a lot of bunch of things. But so much for that, I don't care. Because I prayed to God to give me a man to protect me. Mm-hmm. And if this is the only way that I have a man in my life for the time being, you know, because I, I, I surrendered my life to God. I know he was not listening to all my prayers the way that I wanted. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. But at that time, Mm -hmm. I see it clearly that he has a plan for me. So I said, okay, live with me. So we waited, we lived together. We have a family together. He provided for not just for me. He provided for my family as well. Mm -hmm. He has a good job because he graduated at that time already mm-hmm. when we lived to get together. So he has a good job. I have a, a job. So like we are the head of the family.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So wow. the abuse, the molestation, everything gone. So I, I try to forgive people. I try to move on my life. I try to live my life normal. But I have a secret to my husband, which until now I can't tell him. But in time, in God's time, not my time, that I can tell him, because I actually forgive the people or I, I forgive my stepdad for what he do- what he've done to me. Although the pain is there, but I totally forgive him. I can recall bad memories about the situation, but I can still see the the bright and the beautiful of the thing behind those things because God never, ever leave my side. He's there all the time for me. So anyways, now I see the 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 beauty of the situation because i'm here i married the man that i love and god sent me away away from my family and i'm in america so which that's my plan that's my prayer it just takes a
1: while Mm -hmm. well yeah to be granted
0: it was done in and, God's way, not in the way that you thought it should be yes, done.
1: Yes, praise yes. the Lord. Yeah. Some yes. of the ways that you're like, okay, this will be it. This will solve it. This will, which makes sense that you'd be thinking that way. But God was like,
2: right.
1: just, just wait, my precious daughter, I have a better it, way. Yes. Oh yes. Wow. Yeah. But at that time,
2: you know, I, I if you have a constant relationship with the Lord, regardless if your prayers is not answered according to your wants, mm-hmm. to your will, or to you, to your, what you plan, mm-hmm. because obviously we have we planned our life right the way we want it. We prayed the way we we prayed that this you know God will grant our prayers the way we want it. Mm-hmm. But in I I remember in Jeremiah twenty nine, mm-hmm. verse eleven. For I have. Plans, ah, plans for you, declares the. Ah, mm-hmm. ah, I'm sorry, I, I I I forgot. For I have the plans, for I know I I, pla- I have the plans for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope, and a future. I hope I get the the, the right you did, you words did. for it, but that's that's the the thing that really. Did I get yeah. it right? Mm-hmm. Jeremiah twenty nine mm-hmm. eleven. Mm-hmm. I I can't. And I said, "Oh Lord, now I know that everything takes place." I prayed so hard to be in Japan. Yeah, you know. But you said, no, there is a lot of blockage in my plans. Yeah,
1: that's right.
2: But you never stop giving me what I prayed for. But in the right time, in your time, Lord, not my time. And in that way, I see that the the beauty of that thing when the Lord, yeah, he is right. Plans to prepare you plans not to harm you Mm -hmm. because if i pursued my plans going to japan Mm -hmm. that is not a guarantee for me to get a good life to get a husband and maybe my life is miserable right now because i saw a lot of friends of mine in the philippines where my neighbors Mm -hmm.
1: they turned out not good so that could have like easily that path that you were thinking was going to be the solution could have easily given you just the opposite of what you wanted which would have been a miserable yeah. life and you could have entered into more um abuse more yeah. just vulnerability more exactly. more of bad. He mm-hmm. was so That's present true. with you in that protecting you from that is crazy. i was gonna say
0: god's protection was all over that and all over that potential relationship with that older Uh man was he a christian that the guy from the airport
2: yeah actually it
0: just it just it 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 it, it sounded very grace-filled the way that he responded to you saying no this isn't the right choice for me and him just being because i mean here's this man that flew all the way from the united states to the philippines and like that's a big undertaking and like it just sounded like he was very kind and very grace-filled in his response when you said no this isn't what I want to do and so that was a question that popped into my mind is if he was also a Christian and I, I think
2: so he is because the way he wrote me I was I, I don't know why I did not ask him about his religion because for me at that time religion is not an issue I don't base my, my faith on religion though because as long as you know I, I, I have a relationship with the Lord yeah and you can turn out, if the person loves you, you can turn out the person to be with you, even to your faith. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, God, at that time, I, I surrendered
1: my life to mm-hmm. him.
2: So I I let him
1: do mm-hmm. the works. Mm-hmm. So You also were pretty focused on, like, achieving this goal of getting out, of providing for your family and getting out. So maybe you just skipped over that whole because you were like yeah. one track mind okay get out provide for my family those two things mm-hmm. Yes,
2: maybe yeah so i don't ask his religion but i believe he is a christian in my in my feelings mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the way he wrote
1: letters to me um yeah he's probably yeah, yeah. he is yeah i'm just mm-hmm. trying to think if the guys possibly still alive do not think so yeah it is not
0: yeah, I mean he would be really think. old. there
1: he is I don't think I mean yes he's yeah. not still here you would definitely have been a widow by now oh yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes yes yeah I would and imagine so
1: yeah. ahead of yeah. me when he sure. is my husband right yeah yeah so uh, just the protection there like Amy it's, said just yeah. and the provision and just just being so he was so tenacious with you And you wrestled, there was still a wrestle. It goes back to, I mean, we talked about that even in the last story that, you know, Jerry shared last episode, the the wrestle, we are actually called to wrestle with the Lord. And, and I think that's okay. It deepens our faith. It deepens our intimacy and our trust of him. It's normal to kind of be like, no, yeah. I want this. No, I want yeah. that. Like, and God's just like, just wait, just be patient. But we, I mean, the Israelites—that was the—that's why they were called. They were called people who wrestle with God. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, yeah. some of it was defiance. Yeah, and sometimes we are defiant, and we mm-hmm. want—you know—we just want what we want. um Yeah, actually, uh, at that
2: time, when because I was young at that time, mm-hmm. and I want in my prayer, I wanted answered because I was a little bit like. Spoiled by God, and maybe mm-hmm. I would say because I'll, all my prayers was granted yeah. instantly, yeah and all of a sudden, this kind of prayers that I have, it's like, are you there? It's kind of no, I have, have got so used to Him, yeah, responding. like, are you listening to mm-hmm. my prayer, God? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. know what I've been through, mm-hmm. you know, I use more than I know myself, Lord you see me, Mm -hmm. my pain, everything, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. why, what took you so long to rescue Mm -hmm. me, like, I have that kind of question, and I, I actually have, like, feeling of, ah, okay, you're ignoring me, Mm -hmm. I, I'm gonna ignore you for a while, you're ignoring me, I'm ignoring you, yeah, yeah, something like that, I have that kind of relationship with the Lord during that time, (laughs) so I have, like, oh, okay,
1: yeah,
2: but, yeah, I. Oh my gosh! But he is really a very. I, I can't imagine how God, how great God is, mm-hmm. how amazing He is. Mm-hmm. He works in a very mysterious,
1: marvelous way. Absolutely, yeah.
2: And um, I'm so grateful for the things that He've done into my life. And what? Because for me, why? I was also um, like asking myself because, like I said, in my family, I was different. I was the only one turns out to be a first Christian. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: which is funny because it was your stepdad who pushed you into that. Yeah, and he pushed you in that for sponsorship, which you were a sponsored child. Yeah, all your growing up, right? No, you had a- I, I was only until fourth grade oh okay, okay. but i, I never stopped day. going to the church sure regardless I mean, of think about just even you. that component like how it was your stepdad who who was abusing you by the way yes. who forces you into doing to go into this christian mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. so that you could be sponsored but you meet jesus there instantly yes. i mean that's great that god uses everything
2: yes.
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so incredible I mean, Jonah. such a powerful yeah. story. I mean, yeah it's
2: Uh, Even right now, I have pain. But, you know, because of what God did into my life, that pain turns out to be still a happy ending every time. You know? It's just, Mm -hmm. I just need time to, like, I don't know if I would say healing, but, yeah, I, I just need to, I have no words to say this to my husband about my experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I just can't, I have no power. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I can share it with him. Mm-hmm. It's just, like I said, in God's time, Yeah. Mm. I, I, I don't want to, to force myself to do it. I just need him to lead me to do it. So that's my story. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm so happy that for listening to my story. And I hope that people that are listening to my story right now, this can touch their hearts too. Mm -hmm. And regardless of the hardship that we've been through in life, if we hang on to God and waited for his time, it will turn out good. And like I said, amen, he is faithful and Mm -hmm. he has plans for us and his plan is greater than what we plan for our life Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and everything will turn out very good. Mm -hmm. He will prosper us, will never harm us, and he will give us hope and a future. Mm -hmm. And that is very, very nice. And that's a declaration from him and that's in jeremiah 29 verse 11 and that's my verse since and that strikes me every time and um, thank you so much for
0: listening oh thank you
1: thank you tona what an
0: amazing story of just perseverance and trust and just wow
1: I'm so sorry for the abuse that you
0: yeah growing up, and I yeah. do,
1: and we'll continue to pray alongside you for just healing. And, yeah, and also just Thank that you. timing, like you said, to invite your husband into telling him this part of your story. He knows your, you know, most of the rest of your story. Yeah. I'm certain mm-hmm. um, he's a kind and loving man, so I know he would receive you. And yeah. right. I, but I get it. Yeah, it's hard too. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely
1: thank you for listening yes thank you for
0: sharing yeah that's really awesome
1: all right guys we're gonna segue um into announcements
0: yep yep Uh, a couple things for announcements uh we have uh merch so if anybody has ordered shirts sweatshirts any of those track shannon down and she will get you hooked up with that um we will have our next Episode on January 14th. So, a little bit of a break, just the way the weeks fall, and the December is a longer month. Um, Signups for Eden Connect are up on the website. So, don't forget to get signed up for that. Those um, groups will start towards the end of January. And we will have our next Eden gathering on January 21st. So, put that on your calendar so that you can join in the fun on that. Yeah. Anything else, Jan?
1: No, good job, Amy. Remember all.
0: Rushing it. All right. Well, then will you pray us out Pete?
1: I will. I will.
0: Thank you. Heavenly
1: Father, I just want to thank you for Chona. I thank you for the way that you intervened and pursued her passionately, graciously, lovingly. Uh, you had a plan for her life. And we just love the way that you moved in it. And we love your faithfulness in it, Father. I pray, Jesus, that you would continue to do a healing work in her as we mourn with her and champion her in light of just the abuse that she endured growing up. We pray for supernatural wisdom and direction and guidance um, along the lines of sharing her story with her husband. You pray it be your timing, God. Like Jonah said, that it's not a forced thing, but it is a thing that just feels natural because you're empowering her to do it. And we pray, precious Father, that may Chona's story, um, as it lands in the hearts and minds of those out there listening, God, may it move them. May they be comforted by it. May they be encouraged by it. Um, if they have abuse as well, may, may they find um, just solace in knowing that, that there are sisters all around who are clinging to the Father for healing and who can reach out and share their story find support and encouragement as well yes. we pray covering over those hearts and minds god we pray protection and healing your supernatural yes. healing cell will it pour down into the nooks and crannies into the morrow of mm-hmm. these ladies yes. who have had to endure such horrific just awful things that are not of you in any way shape yes be so near in that we love you, Father. We trust you. We lay all these things at your feet, and we just invite you in to continue to do a work and to move and to bless us and to bless those as we tell our stories about who you are, your truth, and your power, your mercy, and your love. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.